subscribe to Tripod Talk Radio for conversations with veterinarians, oncologists, rehab therapists, and other experts discussing amputation for dogs and cats. Find more info, helpful care tips, and a free gift at tripods.com slash radio. Thank you for tuning in to Tripod Talk Radio, where we're spreading the word that it's better to hop on three legs than limp on four. Hosted by Jim and Renee and Wyatt Ray of the Tripod Blogs community at tripods.com, Jerry's place for canine amputees and their people. Oh, that great scary. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Tripod Talk Radio. Today is Sunday, June 26, 2011, and today we'll be profiling two Tripod heroes at different stages of their canine cancer journey. I'm Jim, a.k.a. Admin, here with Renee, better known as Jerry, in the Tripod's forums. Hi, everybody. Joining us are Stacy in Colorado, who will be talking about her German Shepherd, Eisen, and John in Washington, who will tell us how things are going for his riding mix, Hurley. Eisen is a 12-and-a-half-year-old German Shepherd who first appeared in the Tripods News blog after his osteosarcoma diagnosis and amputation over three years ago. Hurley also lost a front limb, amputated due to osteosarcoma about two months ago. Thanks for joining us, John. How are you doing today? I'm great. Uh, quick correction, I'm in, actually in Idaho, not in Washington. Idaho, it's close. Oh. <laughs> it is close. I was, I grew up in Washington, but now live in uh, Sandpoint, Idaho. I tell you what, um, since we are waiting right now for our other guest, Stacy, I thought we would take a call, a quick call from our first caller. We, I believe we have Heather on the line? Uh, yes, I am. Did you have a question for um, either John or ourselves? Well, I, I mean, I guess I was just curious as to why someone would just choose um, uh, one method. You know, why not do both holistic and uh, modern medicine? John, can you tell us about the method you've chosen for Hurley? I can. We um, we chose the the um, the traditional um, method, and it really it came down to the fact that um, everything happens so fast, and we were lucky enough that we live uh, fairly close to Washington State University, which is a world renowned for its uh, veterinary facilities. And we just felt, um, every, again, everything happened so fast that uh, we just placed all of our trust um, in our doctors there uh, because we were, we're so, we were so new to the whole tripod um, community and just um, were scrambling within 48 hours really to learn as much as we could. And um, it really was, they, they gave us so much information, um, but were so um, gracious the way they presented it to us and the way they treated Hurley that we just, uh, based on the time frame, just put our trust uh, in them. Um, now, with that said, we are currently, we've changed his diet. We're working with a raw, with a, um, raw food specialist, um, mm-hmm. and I've been doing a lot of, as much research as I can on holistic and um, as well as um, nutritional um, types of, of, uh, of things to add into the, to the traditional medicine. So I would my my short answer I guess would be that um, I don't think there's any reason why you can't explore both and actually use some of both. 
Okay. Um, caller, can I ask, um, are you dealing with a, a cancer diagnosis right now? Me? Uh-huh. Are you, are you, oh, okay. Um, well, I'm Heather, and I'm Bolana's mom. And... Um, Oh, okay, okay. So for those that don't know, yeah. yes, Bologna is battling cancer. Bologna is an awesome dog. And tell you you know what, since Stacy is late, go ahead and, and tell us your story, Heather, real quick. Oh sorry, I'm all oh, emotional. I think like most everybody that has come into this situation. We found the hard way about tripods, and um, sorry, I am just a wreck. That's, that's okay, Heather. Um, you know what? If you don't feel like talking, I don't want to put you on the spot. That's okay. No, no, it's okay. Um, you know, we have done the traditional modern medicine. We've um, done the chemotherapy. Actually, she had her sixth and final round with Dr. Pam yesterday. <laughs> and as you hear, I thank you. Um, Caesar, one of our other dogs, decided to play with a squeaky toy right about now. So, um, you know, we're doing the fish oil. We're doing the power mushrooms. We are doing the peroxicam, the dicoxycycline. Caesar, no bark, and the essiac. So we're trying to do herbs plus modern medicine to prolong, you know, and make life more comfortable and uh, keep cancer away as long as we can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, so and, and that is – I'm sorry, go on. No, uh, no, no, go ahead. Oh, I, you know, I was just going to say that um, that is – what you're doing is – is so much more than what a lot of people do. And, you know, everybody just does what they can to to fight this thing. And, and it's so unpredictable. And all, all we can do is our best and, and what we think is right for our dog. So, John, can you tell us um, um, what you're doing for Hurley? You, you went through traditional chemotherapy, is that correct? Yeah, we're actually right in the middle of it. This, um, we, we just went through uh, round number three of, of five um, treatments. And um, we're actually pleasantly surprised. The other reason we chose chemo is because we had, um, I did a little research and also our doctor had told us in the beginning that, um, you know, dogs really rebound from the chemo um, and respond to it much better um, than than humans, which we have found with Hurley. He's a little lethargic and a little um, not so interested in food for about a day afterwards, but um, even today we've been down by the water and he's been swimming um, most of the morning and, and early afternoon. and. Um, so, you know, just keeping him active after those sort of things, I think, helps him get, you know, get over that initial, you know, couple of days. Um, and then I also, through um, through some friends and through my business, I found out about a company called Raw Advantage um, in, Col- in Colville, Washington. And yep, they, I'm familiar um, with them. They, uh, they do, a, um, I, I spent a, a lot of time on the phone with uh, Ara, the, the owner, and, and she just went through a lot of things with me on nutrition and um my thing with nutrition too is I want to I want to make sure that that um, you know if Hurley's life is going to be shorter than what we expected, 
uh, we want to make sure that um, that he's happy. I mean, that's the that's the main reason we did this was to to make sure that he has um, quality of life and a good life. And and if he um, if it means um, you know finding a food that he likes better than than what he has had, then um, and if, then that's that's what we want to do. And if it and also if it if it benefits his health, then that's just uh, you know that's icing on the cake for us. That's great, John. I really want to thank you for that. And, Heather, thank you for sharing Bologna's story. We're going to go ahead and pick up another call so we can uh, make some room to see if Stacy calls in. And right now I believe we have on the line someone from 513 area code. Is that right? Uh, Hello, caller from yes, 513. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, I don't can have a question. Can you introduce yourself? Um, my name is Barb Young. My dog, Hope, um, had um, fibrosarcoma. And um, which is um, does not metastasize, so we're very fortunate for that. But we um, battled for three years to save um, her paw with a holistic medicine because we could not work with the traditional medicine and the vets that didn't want to work with my holistic vet. So it was hard to get a team together. So we went with holistic, and um, she after three years, um, we you know it just wasn't working anymore. Different. Um, medicines and 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 protocols just weren't helping her so on the 17th of June she had her um front paw uh, her leg up to the shoulder amputated and um after a few first rough days um she looks better and feels better than I think she has in months and has uh, adjusted to it far better than we have that is terrific that is so good to hear um now, when you say you did holistic, what type of holistic treatments were you doing? Um, our veterinary, we found um, one of the few um, holistic homeopathy uh, doctors in the Cincinnati area. Um, we had reverse osmosis. We had uh, trod the Black Black Mountain or Buck Mountain. Um, mm-hmm. Different, uh, you know, uh, frankincense and myrrh and lavender essence and um, just a lot of different things that, you know, in the beginning we just shook our head and said, this is like a, a witch doctor. This could never work. But, um, and we <laughs> truly, but we tried it. We thought, what the heck? He's a nice guy. But um, he, he really knew um, his stuff and never gave up. And finally, um, just a couple of weeks ago, at her, at her one of her uh, weekly visits, we all just looked at each other and said, it's time we can't do any more, and I think mm-hmm. because we exhausted every possible treatment and worked with our doctor so closely, um, it, it was a fairly easy decision to make. It, there were no other options, but, um, but you know she's fine now. I mean, truly, she, she they learned to get around so quickly. They do, and and you're not too far behind uh, Hurley's anniversary date. So Hurley is about two months out. Is that correct, John? Correct. Yeah, yeah. and April, um, April April twentieth was his amputation. Okay, okay, and you just said he sw- he spent the day swimming. That's pretty remarkable. How's he doing? He's doing great. I mean, he um he uh, obviously he can't swim as fast or as far as he used to, but he just um it, you know from the uh, from the get-go, when we just decided to give him a try, we obviously use a um, a float vest for him, um, mm-hmm. flotation vest, and he, uh, but he he just he loves it like he always has, and um, he 
and it's just such great exercise for him, you know, as opposed to because he is about a 90 pound rot. So we're we're um, we're a little bit cautious about you know how much he runs or how much uh, we walk on him with just that with just the front leg now, um, or easing into that more than just letting him go for long walks like we used to. Um, mm-hmm. So the swimming, being able, being close to the water, and letting him swim is just is great. Plus, he likes it more than any other kind of exercise, anyway. Yeah, they, they, a lot of dogs tend to. Um, what, what was your life like, you know, before amputation? I mean, you say he likes to swim and, and used to go for a lot of long walks. Um, what kinds of activities did you do, and how are you modifying them now so that you can both still do what you love to do together? Well, what's funny is when we um, when we adopted uh, or when we when we found Hurley, we found him at a, at a shelter and we um, we brought him home. And he from from the from the uh, time he was a puppy, he's had a uh, a bit of a disfigurement on that leg, the one that he that we ended up uh, amputating. Um, he had one uh, bone on the inside of his paw that grew too long, and so his when he stood, his it was it was longer than that that leg was longer than the other one. So when he stood. His paw stood out. We always called him, you know, we always used to say that he was standing um, like a ballerina because his paw would go out almost 45 degrees. Um, and and we found pretty quickly that he was not able to do long runs um, or, or real long hikes because it would get pretty sore. Um, and he actually had some a little bit of arthritis in it. So when we um, when it got to the stage uh, this last end of last March or first part of April when he was he would start to whine when he was um, doing some activities we we actually just kind of thought well he's just you know been uh, been on it too much and we've just pushed him a little too far um, but we've always you know I've always walked him every morning and and every night and then he comes to work with me and he plays around um, outside the office and so he's uh, um, but when we it, it, that went on for about a week and a half before we finally said, okay, something's wrong here. So when we took him in, the doctor said, yeah, he's he's got uh, osteosarcoma and it's and it's fairly advanced. And of course, you know, you hear that word the first time and you have no idea what it is. And and now it's just a mm-hmm. you know kind of a dirty word to all of us. So um, and that's when they recommended us to go down to uh, the WSU um, facility and and uh, you know explore further options. And um, and so you, so you went with traditional chemo. Um, Correct. Have you talked to the the oncologist there about um, wanting to incorporate um, different uh, nutritional therapies and things like that? Um, have Have you talked to them about that? And, and if so, um, how have they reacted? Um, actually, I have. And um, one of the things that they that they said was they were very familiar with the tripod site, and they actually they they oh. sent us there. We had already been there. But they said, yeah, there's some great information there on on nutrition, and they seem um, uh, Dr. Choi, our oncologist, you know, seemed very open to the idea of of exploring, um, you know, other met- other methods and and things to incorporate within. Um, again, we we felt like at the time it was on Monday that they that they um, Monday the April 18th that they confirmed that he had osteosarcoma. And they said, look, he's probably gonna he's probably got about um, two to three months. Uh, to live if you don't take that, if we don't take it off. And we have an opening on Wednesday. So, you know, wow. if, you know when, when you when you don't know anything about amputation, um, and I, like I told you before, and I, um, I, was, I was a little, for a while, I was a little bit embarrassed to admit that I kind of thought that amputation was, was cruel um, until they, you know, until they gave me all the information and then and I went through the tripod site and I, and I found out how fast, you know, how quickly they adapt. Um, mm-hmm. And now I can't. 
now I can't imagine anything else because, you know, we're we're fast approaching that three month stage, and um, I mean, just about every day, at one at one point during the day, I actually will tell Hurley, I say, I'm so glad you're alive, you know, because, um, you know, I just it's um it, when you because I I think about we 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 considered the the other the other um the other option of of you know of, of radiation and then putting him down until we you know were until we had enough information to know that um that this that that amputation was going to be a good option for him and at that point I just both of us my wife and I both kind of felt that we couldn't we couldn't put him down and then you know what if you know a, a year later you're thinking well what if, what if he could have made it till now or what if he could have made it you know another six months even and so obviously every day that we have him is, is special but um there's just um it, it, we just wouldn't have been able to do that without um you know wondering wondering what if and and now it's it doesn't even seem like an option now because he's so he's so happy i mean he's just he's early again so it, um, it, it is crazy, you know. I mean, we had we had the very same experience, and and tripod might not even be here if it wasn't for us um, desperately searching for an image, a, a video, or something of a three-legged dog. And this was yeah. 2006, and and there wasn't a lot out there. And and we found this great dame named Moose who was digging holes and looking for gophers, and and we said, my God, that dog is twice as big as ours. If he could do it, geez, you know, Jerry could too, and. Exactly. You know, so so there's a lot a lot to be said for for uh, finding you know Im- images and videos and things and and that's why we started tripods is exactly you know to hear stories like Hurley's just you know let's see what we can do here and and there are a few unfortunate situations where um, you know the dog doesn't make it to the three month mark and it's horrible and we feel terrible but the majority yeah. do really well they do great. Well, I should also add that last week we, um, uh, when we went down for his, um, for his chemo treatment, they did a an X-ray, and, and so far we're clear. So, that's yay! Great thing. Yeah, that's great. And so, so you went all the way down there. So you drove from Idaho all the way to to the university to go get treatment. And tell us what happened. Um, with uh, with the with the treatments or with the um, or with the amputation. With- well, oh, with the treatment. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. But so you went down for a chemo treatment last week. Can you um, tell us yes. a little bit about what happened? Yeah, we um, we this was our this was our third treatment, um, and it's about a two and a half, uh, almost two uh, two hour and forty five minute drive um, for me. And um, we actually went down the week before last, and um, unfortunately there was a miscommunication from our vet up here and um, and WSU clinic and. Uh, his blood count was too low to get chemo treatment, and that was. Um, but that was the day they actually did the X-rays, and um, they uh, gave us an all clear on that. And then, so this past week, we went down again this last Friday um, mm-hmm. for his uh, his chemo treatment. And I, and I honestly think that he's um, he's recovering. That's this third one. He's recovering faster from him. So which makes me feel better too about choosing the chemo route because he is um he seems to just be bouncing back. We're not even giving him any um uh any medicine for um sickness or anything and he's coming oh, wow. home and um we give him a kind of a special meal when we get home because he's not really interested in eating so we usually cook up some um some chicken and brown rice and and uh mm-hmm. and mix it in 
so he uh, he, he finds that um, no matter how um, not hungry he is, he finds that a little hard to, to turn up so or to turn down. So he uh, he he eats that pretty pretty well. They do, you know. It's funny when when a dog's recovering from surgery, and we we tell people, you know, home cooking, home cooking is the way to go. And then and then once exactly. the dog has a taste of that, oh my god, <laughs> they never want to go back to kibble. We, we, we are going through a lot of Costco chicken right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so you're saying he so he went in for chemo on Friday, and he's swimming today. Yes. Yeah. That's that's just fantastic to hear. That's two days later. Bam, there he is. Yeah. Um, I want to hear a little bit about uh, this flotation device that you're talking about. Tell me uh, what your chosen gear is when you take him out in the water. Well, um, coincidentally, I also own a, a, a company um, called Easy Dog, and we uh, we manufacture and distribute um, dog leashes, collars, harnesses, uh, backpacks, flotation vests, coats, um, all dog accessories. We started in 2003 with a friend of mine in uh, um, Brisbane, Australia. We launched uh, simultaneously in, in Australia and in the USA. Um, and kind of, you and I kind of touched on this um, last week. But we—it's um, funny now. We, we now I'm kind of looking at everything from a design aspect to, um, on three-legged dogs and what we can what we can do to try to help um, either modify uh, current um, designs uh, because the problem with Yay. With three-legged dogs, is everything tends to shift on them, uh, whether it's a harness mm-hmm. or whether it's uh, a flotation vest. Our flotation vest, um, we, it's known as the DFD, the doggy flotation device, um, is we use a two-buckle or we use a two-belt system underneath um, underneath the chest and the, and the stomach, which seems to really help because you can um, you can customize the fit both forward of the of the chest and behind the chest. And um, to date, I mean, Hurley's been swimming a lot since his since his surgery, and his vest has never shifted on him. Um, you know, oh, wow. obviously, he doesn't go very far out um, right now, but uh, he's gone. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that he's going. You know, probably as as far as thirty and forty feet past the the shoreline. Um, so oh my gosh! So he's, is he lake swimming or river swimming? It's, it's a river, but it's we're con- it's connected to the Pondre Lake. It's the Pondre River, and it's and it's not moving. Um, okay. I mean, it's there's there's a little bit of current in it, but very little. And at uh, at the point that he's swimming at, the river is almost a mile across, so it really looks just like a lake. Um, and and uh, and there's no current because his um, you know especially with just the one front leg, he's not going near as fast as he used to. So um, I don't mm-hmm. know that I would regardless of what kind of vest he had on, I don't think I would put him in a current um, at, at this yeah. point anyways. Um, but he's, um, he's even just today, he saw a, 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 one of Curly's things is he has always loved to drag in huge chunks of wood. He'll see a big um, <laughs> stump out there, and he'll go out and get it and bring it back in. And today he found a, uh, there was a uh, about a six-foot branch out, out there, and, Sure enough, he um, went out and grabbed it and drug it in. That reminds us of Jerry. And, and people can find out more about your products at easydog.com. That's easydog.com, correct? Correct, easydog.com. I think they're they're great-looking products. And my big question is, is there any chance that you're going to do a harness just for three-legged dogs? Um. There's definitely a chance. Um, I've been I've been looking at I've been using our our chest plate harness, um, which I think is a great base, a great basis for uh, for a tripod, just because 
it provides support. Um, it's what I've been using with Hurley. Um, with uh, I use it with a um, we have a leash called a mongrel leash, which has uh, basically it's a cut down water ski handle. Um, it's only 12 inches long, so especially those couple of days, first couple of days after his surgery, I was able to um, to use that that harness in conjunction with the with the leash, where I could support him going up and down stairs because that's where he seems to trip the most is um, you know trying to figure out the stairs. And Hurley, uh, side note is Hurley has has not been the most um, gracious of walkers or runners in his life. So we, he stumbles quite, he's always stumbled quite a bit and, and learning to, to do it with three legs has, has um, been a little adventure for him as well. But our chest plate harness provides that support underneath the chest where you can actually lift the dog, um, you know, to help. So it does, um, it, it works great. There is a little bit of shifting that I'm, I'm kind of looking at to see what we might be able to add to it. Um, but it, obviously the, the, the most, the, the best, case scenario would be to be able to add a, an additional piece um, where we use the mm-hmm. actual same har- harness um, so that we're not developing something completely new. That way, uh, for manufacturing-wise, obviously, it becomes um, easier to do and easier to get out to, um, easier to get to market quicker. That, that sounds great. We did want to thank you also for sharing uh, Hurley's story. Listeners can uh, follow up on what's going on with Hurley at Hatch. Dot tripods.com. And with just about five minutes here, I doubt we're going to hear from Stacy. so maybe we could get a quick note about Hope. What's going on there? Uh, well, um, Hope, I think, has been able to get around fairly well because she has been limping for so long on three legs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that it's, it's probably easier for her to adjust. And, you know, we do have a lot of steps in our house. Um, hopefully, you know, she'll be able to do them or I will get her a, a harness that, that will help her. But, you know, she it's it's it just made such a big difference to see her walk yesterday in, in the vet's office because um, she had, had kind of given up, I think, on life. Um, she had a lot of problems with um, uh, being able to, to urinate and hadn't gone for two days. And so when we went to the surgeon, she expressed um, the bladder and hope went all over and got up and started exploring the office. And wow. I know, just, just like that, and my husband and I just looked at each other. It's like, this is awesome because she's 60 pounds. She's hard to lift, you know, with, with the, the slings. It just wasn't working. So um, we just feel so much better now, and, and it's like every day it's just a new experience. Um, you know, and some days she's lazy, doesn't want to go out, and other days she'll, you know, get right up and go out. So we're just learning along with her. Yeah, and it's it's just a day-by-day kind of thing, you know, when it comes to, to life after amputation and, and if you're dealing with uh, any kind of cancer, you just don't take mm-hmm. don't take anything for granted and, and just enjoy every minute that you have together. Oh, we certainly do. She's taught us a lot and we're still learning. <laughs> Yeah, we're just glad she's doing better. I mean, she's such a new amputee. And, and you know, the fact that she hadn't urinated for how long? What did you say, two days? It was at least two days. Wow. Two days, yes. That's a long time not to pee. <laughs> yes, yes. And she was she didn't do it frequently before, maybe three times a day, because, again, she was limping. She's been limping for months. Um, so, but but it did. It made a huge difference. And and taking the bandage off. The doctor said a lot of uh, dogs don't like to have the bandage on them. It just mm-hmm. it makes them feel different, like the cone of shame. Um, so getting that off, yeah. it's all good. Um, and just you know, 
popped right up. So, you know, we so just... So here we have... We have two dogs that had amputations, and one had no side effects at all, and the other one had a little bit, you know, but but each of you guys dealt with them with everything so well, and, and you just give a lot of hope to people out there who are going through this with their with their dogs. So so thank you both for, for sharing your stories with us. Well, thank you for the encouragement that, that you gave to me. I, I found your site right away, I think the day after her amputation, and you know, I was just told to hang in there and, you know, it, things do get better and every day is, you know, a different day and, and it helped me a lot. So thank you. And, yeah, and uh, I want I also I want to say the same thing, Renee. It really, I mean, really when I found that site within an hour, I think I was um, ready, you know, I was ready to, to face the decision with Hurley just based on um, the information there. And it's it's such a great resource for people that are going through this. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yes. Oh, you guys are too kind. You you really are. Well, it makes it all worthwhile for what we're doing up there to keep spreading the word about tripods. And we wanted to let people know that anyone tuning in to hear about Eisen and his homeopathic treatments and his three-year survival, we ask you to search the tripod press forum and news blog at tripods.com. Search the Eisen and you would find a number of posts and forum topics about um, nutrition and homeopathic treatment and the power of prayer. So once again, we want to thank people for tuning in and see you online at tripods.com. That's T-R-I-P-A-W-D-S because it's better hop on three legs than limp on four. Until next time on Tripod Talk Radio, learn more about canine amputation recovery and find the best gear for three-legged dogs at tripods.com. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to Tripod Talk Radio for more pet amputation tips from experts. And claim your free gift just for listeners at downloads.tripods.com slash podcast.